0: of the overhanging branches to solve that problem we then end up in cutting the branches losing the rope connection with the top of the pole and it was very clear not just because I'm height limited but that nobody was going to reach the top of that pole to get the flagpole connected so then suddenly we've got another problem that needs solving the cherry picker comes along reattaches it, Gillian finds a new flag, and the situation is resolved, all at one of the most significant times in our country's history. We needed to ask for help, and we had a number of people that day who came to play their part in saving the day. Derek saw it very much as an answer to prayer. The number of people, the number of things that came together in a matter of hours really was an answer to prayer. And maybe there are some of us that enjoy those kind of crisis, problem-solving situations, finding the solutions. But we all have a problem that we can't solve on our own. We have all been separated from God. We have all fallen short from who he has called us to be. And we cannot solve that ourselves. The only solution to that problem is... I heard it. Jesus. The only solution to that problem is Jesus. Jesus is... Our Savior. As we continue journeying through the Creed, the statements of what we believe as Christians, what does it mean for us to believe in Jesus as our Savior? To believe He is the perfect solution to our every situation, every relationship struggle, every personal struggle and problem. Sin crept into our world. And I love that simple definition of sin as its middle letter. I. We take our eyes off God and we place them onto ourselves. I want, I will, I can. And the more we've done that, the messier things have become. Because we were never created to live like that. To do life on our own. At its core, sin is a violation of a relationship. A violation of our relationship with God. I spoke the other week on God's longing to be with us. His longing to be to be in relationship with us. And Jesus is the answer to that. Jesus came to establish that relationship for God and us to be one, to restore the brokenness by taking our mess, our mistakes, and our sin upon Himself. He paid the price for us by taking our sin on his shoulders upon a cross on which he died and he died once and for all to make a way for us to be in relationship with our heavenly father to create a way for us to be at one with God the father again our reading from Philippians pictures the enormity of this Jesus who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God, something to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, humbling himself, and being obedient to death, even death on a cross. You might be sat there this morning Saying, but what does that death have to do with us today? It happened 2,000 years ago. Why should that impact me now? You see, we continue to sin. We continue to separate ourselves from God. We continue to choose to ignore our creator and create our own lives our own way. We continue to live lives that go against the will and the way of God. A little lie here and there. A breaking or bending of the rules because they don't really count to me. Bad mouthing of those that God has placed above us. Tweaking a tax form. Breaking others down instead of building them up. Loving ourselves before loving others. Big things. Little things. But each one falls short of the relationship with God that he created us for. Back in the Old Testament, sacrifices and offerings were given to appease the many gods that people worshipped. The offerings and the sacrifices the people believed would keep them in favor with the gods. And if they were in favour with the gods, then no harm would come to them or their families, their crops or their harvests. And maybe if they kept in favour with God, he would bless them. In many ways, this giving was a giving out of fear or a giving to get what we want. But the one true God didn't want that kind of giving. Didn't want continual offerings and sacrifices to constantly appease. Didn't want people giving out of fear or to get what they want. God wanted a people who would live in relationship with him. Who were soaked in his love for them. So much so, they sought to follow his ways. So Jesus came and took that place. He became the one and full, complete sacrifice so our sins could be washed completely clean, as white as snow. Isaiah 1 says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. All our guilt, all placed on Jesus. We are declared innocent and free if we choose to declare him our saviour. That is amazing. Jesus in his death destroys the separation between us and God, opens up the way for us to live in relationship with him today, now and forever. Do we declare Jesus as our saviour? The truth is, maybe for many of us, we still battle and struggle with sin. And maybe that's because we haven't fully accepted Jesus as the full answer, the complete solution to our problems. We haven't fully accepted him as our saviour now and today. Our trust isn't in Jesus to save us but maybe in ourselves. We try to be the answer to our problem, to be the security to our lives, to trust in our strength and ability. We may even fool ourselves. We don't need a saviour because we prefer to rely on our own strength than to trust in a creator God that meets our every need. Philippians four nineteen, My God shall supply all your needs. We may be able to say, I believe in Jesus. We may accept Jesus as God's son. And we may be able to say, I believed he died upon a cross. But if we can say those things, in his death, Do we accept him as our saviour? Because if we declare Jesus as our saviour, we declare he has set us free. Free from sin, free from guilt, free from fear. Washed fully clean, white as snow. So we can stand fully innocent before God. That is the power of the cross. That is the reason Jesus came to be with us, the beginning of us being invited into an eternal relationship with God Almighty. This morning, is there a problem that you need saving from? Is there a situation you're facing where you need to accept Jesus again, as your saviour. Or maybe you feel marked and stained by life and need to trust again that Jesus, your saviour, has washed you clean, taken the dirt away, and set you free to be in relationship with him. Maybe you are living in fear, or the battle ahead feels overwhelming. Jesus is your saviour. Jesus is your rescuer. Where do you need to turn him, Turn to him today and acknowledge, I believe Jesus, the son of God, died for me to set me free. going to take some time now just to think personally of what Jesus' death means for each one of us. We're going to sing that wonderful hymn, when I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died. And if there is a situation A circumstance you are facing where you need to again acknowledge Jesus as your saviour, as your rescuer. If life's messed you up, situations have tainted you and you want to acknowledge again, I am clean, I am free, I am innocent before God. As we sing this song, just stand as a sign between you and God that you are acknowledging him this morning as your saviour in your life and whatever you face. So we'll just sit and worship, but if you want to make an act within our worship of acknowledging Jesus as your saviour, then just stand as we sing. So, when I survey the wondrous cross.
1: Don't
0: divine for each one of us. Father, would your spirit come and speak to us of the depth of your love, the cost of your sacrifice to be in relationship with us. And Father, for every person stood here that needs to acknowledge you, needs to see and hear you as their saviour. Father, would you come into every situation and circumstance and every life represented here this morning, come in anew and afresh as Jesus, our saviour, in every circumstance we pray. In your name. Amen. Let's take our seats as we remain in a time of prayer as Kate now leads us in our prayers. Thank you, Kate.